This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. There are some Jedi, and there are some tales about those Jedi, and I guess we'll talk about them today. Uh, I'm here with a, a fellow scumbag named Brock. That's your name, right? That's me. The original prankster the funny thing is when you said tails i was like miles prower like yeah let's talk about sonic <laughs> oh there's the um there's the crossover that we all need oh. sonic 3 is also solo 2 make it happen Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly no i i'm all in on it that's fantastic but we're talking about tales of the jedi and just right off the, the bat, Andrew, what was your thoughts on the whole series? Right off the bat, I was like, I don't think anybody was asking for more Clone Wars spinoffs, that, or at least in this format. But once we got them, we were like, I'm glad we got them. Yeah, yeah. I had the same vibe. I was like, I was like, it's like Filoni is, no, is like... They're like, you can just do whatever you want. It's like, great, let's get to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though it's the same animation and same characters, especially because there's a lot of Ahsoka, like, it's like it, it It felt like something different, but it definitely fit in the Clone Wars Rebels vein. Like, uh, I was engaged. Like, did you crush it all in one go or did you watch mm -hmm. one or two here and there? <laughs> I think it came out on a day where I was teaching. So I saw, mm. the I think I saw two, two, and two. I think right, that's what I ended right, up right. doing, which is weird because they're so small, but I couldn't do it all. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It? I did. I I think I had a good, like, I can't remember when I watched it. Like, it came out on a Wednesday or like it was either on the day Andor came out, one of the episodes, or the next day. And it was like, whew, I am watching a lot of Star Wars this week. Um, but yeah, no, I knocked it out real quick. I actually rewatched it today in to prepare for this to be like, what happened in this again? I just want to make sure I haven't missed anything or just had like emotions I might have missed. You know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta throw out those emotions constantly. Yeah, I should have rewatched it. I should have been a professional and rewatched it. So you I were working today, man. You're fitting oh. we're fitting this into my schedule because <laughs> I'm a diva. <laughs> Uh, but it was uh, I, like it's so quick. I should have found time to do it. I have no excuse. This is why I'm not canon. This, this exact reason. Uh, but we got Tales for Ahsoka and Tales for Dooku. Two. I mean, Ahsoka you can expect because Dave Filoni doesn't really do anything yeah. without her. But Dooku was a cool left field choice, and I'm glad we got to see him in this way. Yeah. No, absolutely, because it's like the references to him being Qui-Gon's master 
I don't like. Do they say it in the movies? No, like because Qui Gon kind of just goes away after the first one. Outside of like, well, he's a ghost. <laughs> but like, I feel like the Qui Gon Dooku connection is something that's in the books. Am I am I wrong in that or? I I think in Attack of the Clones he says uh, Dooku drops something like, "Oh, my old apprentice. I wish he was still here." When he's when he's got Obi Wan chained up oh, okay. in the, the floaty thing, so I think he brings it up um, that they were master and apprentice. But mm-hmm. we that was about it. Like they drop a reference and that's it. So to see them doing their Riggs and Murtaugh shtick together, um, and it's funny because this came out like right before Halloween. The show, and I did this thing in October this month where I watched a horror movie every day. At oh, least man. one horror movie every day. Yeah. And I tried to squeeze in ones that I haven't seen before because I keep trying to get new movies under my belt. And for the first time ever, Brock, I watched the very first, I think, 1960s Hammer horror film, The Horror of Dracula, where Christopher Lee is oh, Dracula wow. and Peter Cushing is Van Helsing. And the way uh-huh. Christopher <laughs> Lee looked back then is how they designed him to look as young Dooku. And that was like within days of each other. And I didn't plan that. I'm like, oh, there he is again. There's there's baby Lee. <laughs> oh man, that's that's like that's just fate right there. Like that's so genius. Like and just yeah, just seeing him, it's like, okay, yeah, this is what he would look like young. Like, like I I've I've listened to mostly audiobook for the Dooku book that came out last year or the year before during COVID. And then I read about half of Master Prince which are two good like things to read together if you want your Dooku connections. I mean, Dooku, no, not Dooku's in the other one, but it's like there's a lot of that talk, right? So it's like it was interesting yeah. seeing that. Why? Well, I think I, I was like three minutes into the episode. I'm like, that's Qui Gon. I like they don't really say his name immediately. So I was like, that's really like that's real good. I think my only complaint about this series, because I mean, I. I don't know if we're going to go episode to episode. We're definitely going to talk about each our different episodes or what we liked in each one. I think the biggest mistake they made, and you can tell me I'm ridiculous, when he, he uh, faces off against uh, Yaddle and inevitably is the her he 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 takes her he kills her. If we understand properly, a Sith becomes a Sith when he kills someone else with the Force or whatever. And the lightsaber turns red, right? That's that's what they are telling us is how it works now, right? That should have been a, like him vanquishing her should have been like because it's, it's like it's like a wide shot, right? So it's like you just zoom, right? If he was just standing there like for like an extra like five seconds and you just see the blade go red, that would be fantastic because like that was the point of those episodes. It's like. Here he is. This is where he's starting to doubt. Here he is really questioning why he is a Jedi. And here he is betraying that order. Like, it was so great, that storytelling. And it was like, it's beautiful for Star Wars fans because it gives you the detail of in-between movies or, like, those little things that you've been wondering about. And, you know, like, this idea is such a genius like this show, I, I hope they make a second one because they can just keep making all these things. Like, like Tales of the Jedi doesn't like, like it's it just shouts anthology, which I would assume 
this is kind of more dangerous. Ahsoka stories and Dooku stories. So like, like that. Yeah, my, going back to what my initial thoughts, like everything about it was great, but it would have been just like cherry on the top if they could see. If we, we could. Just, I know it's not live action, but actually see a lightsaber go from Jedi to Sith. Like I don't think that's happened yet. And it's funny you bring that up, man, because that was initially made a thing yeah. in that Ahsoka book, the E.K. Johnson Ahsoka book. Yeah. And this show got a bunch of flack for the final episode because it adapted the events of the Ahsoka book, oh. but it was weirdly inaccurate. Like it, it changed a lot of stuff. The character, the girl that she saves in the book, she was black and on the show she was white. And in the book, she was like, she had like an almost, not romance, but like she was attracted to Ahsoka and Ahsoka was like, I'm mm. good. I'm, I don't want to start any of that. And people were up in arms about it on Twitter because it was like, they they said, oh, you took that character and you whitewashed her and you didn't, you took away her, her romance subplot yeah. and you changed a lot about that book that you didn't need to change. So it feels... Like maybe Filoni didn't read that book. <laughs> uh, oh, I see where you're pointing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because I read in an interview that because that author was writing a book about Ahsoka, she had to go through Filoni yeah. and he had to give her the outline. He had to say, this is super broad strokes. Mm. Ahsoka goes to this planet. She does this. She encounters an Inquisitor and this happens. And the rest of the details feel free to fill in. So yeah, yeah. he had a judgment call on this book. It's not like he doesn't know it exists. So I'm baffled yeah. why they changed what they changed. Um, and I mean, granted, the lightsaber color changing thing, I remember when it, when it came out, people were a little like, oh, okay. Because I get it. Like, you know, Anakin killed a bunch of kids and that lightsaber was still blue as a Tatooine sky. So it's 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 a yeah, retrofitting yeah, right, things right. it's just but... like yeah like it's not a bad idea mm -hmm. because like yeah like it's sort of i feel like it was really just created so that for some reason ahsoka will have white lightsabers yeah i think honestly i think yeah. that's exactly why he's like they're trying to explain why she has white and i feel like they wrote themselves into a corner with this really long explanation like they could have just said she found a rare white kyber and that would have yeah. solved so many more Call problems. Day. Um, like, what did you yeah. think of finally getting to hear Bryce Yaddle Howard speak? <laughs> See, I had no idea that was her till like a couple days later when the articles came out that she she was the voice. And I'm like, I was like, cool. You know, and then like because of that, I started thinking about it. It's just like now this is the first time we heard Yaddle speak. Like, it's so I don't maybe I wasn't paying full attention. Because it's like those things should like that. I was realizing it's like, oh, why didn't Yaddle talk like Yoda? You know, right. you know, I mean, we don't have there is no rules for the Yoda species yet. <laughs> we don't even know what they're called. But like, it's like, why does she talk normal or normal? But, you know, she doesn't talk in the backwards language that Yoda has. And we just assume that's just how they all talk. Like, it would be amazing to see Yoda and Yaddle interact in that in that in that. uh series and like have this long conversation where yoda is probably right about something and she just stares i'm like why do you talk like this <laughs> <laughs> um i think it was a it was a good move because it's like them facing off against each other explains why neither one of them is at at qui-gon's funeral like 
or well, I mean, Yaddle's in the first movie and or Phantom, and then there, I believe it was said that she passes away in between the two movies. So here we go. Like, uh, but yeah, no. I, outside of that, like, I I didn't like my first reaction wasn't to be like, oh, <laughs> mm. like. Because it's like she's kind of put like a little bit of an accent on, so I didn't automatically assume it was Bryce Dallas Howard. What did you think? I liked her her voice. I thought she sounded mm. cool. Um, I, if I didn't know ahead of time it was Bryce, I would never have guessed. Ah, uh, you knew ahead again. Yeah, she doesn't really have a super distinctive voice. In yeah. the uh, the Star Wars Shakespeare books, Yoda speaks only in haiku. So <laughs> I, I think I was kind of hoping in my heart of hearts that Yaddle would just be pure haiku every time she yeah, yeah yeah um i thought it was it it was really charming and sweet to see yaddle fully flesh because dave filoni and his crew uh what they did with clone wars they're so good at like i the uh, 11 year old me or however old i was yeah 11 when phantom menace was coming out uh had those it wasn't even a visual dictionary it was like a cheaper thin like here's an illustrated guide to the movie with a picture of the Jedi Council chamber yeah. and everybody's name. And I'm just like, wow, I, I know who Yaddle and, and Saisi Tin are, but you know, nobody else cares. But along comes these shows where they shine spotlights on these characters oh, yeah. that, you know, 24 years ago, I was like, nobody's gonna care about these people but me. So to see Yaddle finally get her time to shine, it was a long time coming. But I, I have this vivid not memory, but I, there's an image that I saw recently in a from a comic, and I couldn't find the source, Brock. I don't know if this is from a Legends comic, but it was a flashback where they show Yaddle dying in a totally different way, where she she jumps in front of uh, like a bullet, like a laser, yeah. or somebody shooting at Anakin, and she like dives in front of it. And I don't know where this is from. I mm. tried looking, I tried finding whatever source it was, I couldn't, but if you Google images of Yaddle from a comic, you'll see it. You'll see her like, yeah, nope. right. I don't know what that's from. I feel like there was some kind of like, I don't re remember that per se, but what I, I do remember that it was known that Yaddle passes away in some way. Like it's not, and it, there was like some, not an elaborate story, but there was something. There was like, she died in a, a battle of some sort or something along. So like, I feel like, they created a backstory. I don't know how fleshed out it was. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely re, re retconned her, right? So, but like, I think that was way before Disney purchased. So like, it's like expanded universe. Uh, but in a comic, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever knew that. But it's definitely, yeah, like you were saying, it was, it's legends. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it must be. It would because yeah. I can't tell from looking at it if it's Marvel or Dark Horse, but. It's yeah. uh, like just that image. I'm like, I've had it in my mind for a couple of years. And so I always mm. thought that's how Yaddle uh, got killed. But um, mm -hmm. I think my favorite takeaway from that episode, besides getting to see her and what she's all about, is seeing that room where Sidious does his dirty dealings with Dooku, mm -hmm. that little hangar room just in the in the works district from yeah. Attack of the Clones. Oh, that's where that is. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, yeah. What was I going to say about that? I uh, yeah, know, but I was great. Like it's and it's just like that uh, that uh, the, the conversation between um, Dooku and Sidious is like it's so great. It's sort of like they're not exactly 
even though Dooku refers to him as master at the end, it's sort of like, it's not like, it's not, they're, they're sort of like, they see each other as men, right? It's sort of like, dude's like, look, I'll join you. But like, this wasn't like, what, what is like, there was no agreement that you would send out Darth Maul and inevitably kill my apprentice, which was like, 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 like Sidious's retort to that is like, well, now we're both out of apprentices. Like, <laughs> I like, I like that, like the, the little interaction. Cause you're like, yeah, Dooku's not exactly Anakin. He's not exactly Maul, right? He's sort of like, he's a elder statesman if you want. So it's like, he was, is he part of the council? I can't remember. I, I, I'm not sure. But uh, also, mm -hmm. I think they make him part of the council in one of these episodes, but he doesn't stick around long enough for it to yeah, be a yeah. big fan. And like that scene as well, where he's chasing Yaddle around, Yaddle's like inevitably saying to him, it's like, you're right. There's something wrong with how we are leading, how the Jedi are are interacting with the galaxy. It's like we're this is not what we were created for. And then she's saying, like, but like this is not the answer. Like, I agree with you. <laughs> Qui-Gon mm -hmm. agrees with you. I, I like that idea because I like again, that's like glossed over in the movies. But the idea, I'm pretty sure this is a lot in the books that like Qui-Gon was like. I'm he's questioning like the council constantly like Dooku is but like Dooku goes to the extreme so I was like that little extra like like mention of that I'm like oh, that's great <laughs> yeah it adds so many layers to these guys and his mm -hmm. like he has his differences with Mace Windu yeah. um or maybe I'm wrong maybe it was Mace yeah it was Mace Windu who got put on the council in this show not Dooku uh but yeah they have their their little uh disagreement where because Windu's such a by the book guy mm -hmm. Uh, and Dooku is starting to have all these questions and he's looking up these things and, and, and prying into places where the Jedi don't usually pry. So that was an, a relationship that, again, it's so touched on just briefly in episode two where they're in the Coliseum and Dooku and Windu have that little back and forth. But now you get to see that there was a friendship there. Uh, so I like Tales of the Jedi for strengthening these like taking these character pieces and taking these up close and personal looks yeah at these people and i mean as an anthology i think it would totally work to get behind oh, absolutely some of these people like it would work great with like maybe you could show luke in between um jedi and uh force awakens like show or show a little bit more of that Perhaps you can show a young Ben Ben Solo, uh, or they've already done the Obi Wan show. So, but like I've always said, like the Marvel comic in the first, like the series prior, like that's supposed to take place after New Hope. Luke finds like Obi Wan's journals, and that some of that those like issues are like the best. You're like, oh, that's great. It's like it just what was Obi Wan like when he was just a hermit on on Tatooine. So it's like, that would be perfect, but I don't know if they would want to do that since they've done a whole Obi-Wan series, but perhaps after the, after that, that uh, they could do something. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know what, what other Jedis could we follow that you think would? Yeah. That's a good question. I think, I mean, Mace Windu is still kind of a cipher. Yeah. We really don't know much about that guy. Getting to know him would be cool. Um, 
Saisi Tin, who I mentioned earlier, the only thing I could tell you off the top of my head about that guy is he is a good pilot. Yeah. Uh, his whole thing was like, I can fly real good. Um, Plo Koon is cool. Kiati yeah. Mundi is cool. Mm -hmm. We could definitely learn a bunch about those guys. Um, I like your idea of Ben too. Getting to know Ben would be awesome. Uh, I think what this show gave me was it gave me like a taste of something I've wanted for years, which is I love what they did with Rebels and with Clone Wars, where they just dived into this giant story that was happening concurrent with or in between these movies, whatever, and just expanded the universe so much, especially Clone Wars, man. That show, the world building. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So all I've wanted since Rebels ended, all I've wanted to see is for that same group of writers and people, whatever, with yeah. the same animation, I wanted to see them make a show set between Phantom and Clones. That's 10 years of story. Mm -hmm. Another one set between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. That's like 31 years of story. There's beautiful stuff. So much you could put in mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And then another one uh, set between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker to yeah. flesh out the world that really needs fleshing out because that era, you've got zero little brother. Like, there's yeah. so little the movies give you there. So flesh that out. And this team is so good at doing that in these cartoons. So the fact that Tales of the Jedi flirts with that, especially with the Dooku and Obi-Wan stuff, yeah. I'm like, yeah, give me more. Make that a series. Yeah, absolutely. I like I was just thinking as you're talking, like the easiest answer is do uh perhaps a two couple episodes with like Obi-Wan and young Anakin, like right after Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like show that, that pers uh, like that, that uptick to, to Attack of the Clones. Just like get to see Anakin as like a youngling and then a Padawan, or, or even if he zooms past youngling, I don't know. That would be really, really cool. And because we have an Obi-Wan show, somehow we could feed into that a little bit. I don't know. It's, I, I think that's a good move. I, Though at a point you're like, no, the thing I liked about Ahsoka and Dooku is like, these are characters that we don't know a ton of. Like, it's like the problem with Anakin at all times is like, you know what's going to happen. I guess this is happening the same, like Dooku is a villain, so we know he's going to go evil. But it's just like, we don't know all the little, we don't, you just get, uh, uh, you just get old Dooku. <laughs> so what is like, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but like it would be good to go after the lesser known Jedi, but only if it's a couple episodes. Like it, it can't be just a one-off because then you're just doing Clone Wars 2.0. Like mm -hmm. how many episodes where you, you get like this Jedi for like half a second and then you come, you see him again or her again and the next, the next, the next. Like Plo Koon, I think would be a good choice. I don't know; it's it's hard to say. Like, I, uh, but yeah, no, I I hope they make this show again. It's so genius, and it's like, it's exactly what Disney Plus needs. It's like, just I don't know why they just drop the whole series. Like, just throw out an episode once a week. Like, what difference does it make? All in one or every every uh, weekly? I, I just uh, get people to come back. That's. I think that is a true way to find out if a show is good if people are watching, are coming back every week. 
Yeah, that's true. And they are so short that if mm-hmm. you're dropping them on the same day as Andor, fans aren't going to feel like, oh, it's too short. I want more because you're getting two Star Wars things in one day. Yeah. So maybe they'll do that if they do a second season. Um, I'm, I'm and still the length really... is perfect. Yeah. The length for these is exactly what it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. I like how they weren't fixed either. Like they were, they kind of varied. Like there was some that were 12 minutes and some that were 18 minutes. You know, they yeah. really just kind of took whatever time they needed, which is perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, I hope they just stop. Uh, Cause I, I've really become like unimpressed with the novels. Like they mm. just are not doing it for me. Yeah. So I just hope they stop writing middling novels set in these juicy time periods and just turn those into a cartoon. Keep making Bad Batch for as long as you have a story yeah. for Bad Batch, but get the same team, break you know, break the team in half, get the same team and work yeah. on a show. Like just nobody's gonna say no to that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like Star Wars is very good at using the same formula. It's like here's your group of main characters and here's their issue. Here's your big bad and here's the problem. And then it just inevitably like you're like da 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 and then it sort of just like it doesn't even plateau. It just sort of stops existing, and you're like, okay. Uh-huh. And it's like it was Sidious. I'm like, great. <laughs> like it's it's just it is very. You're very right. Like I don't know. Are you are you, you're talking about all the novels? Like I know you and I kind of read most of the High Republic, but are you just saying all the novels in general, or most of the novels? So I'm like Shadow mm-hmm. of the Sith was pretty groovy. Mm-hmm. I like Shadow of the Sith. Um, but most of the novels, I feel like there's just, they're not very well written. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's just, there's so much more you can do with this world in a visual medium. And the fact that they give these juicy characters and juicy storylines at moments of great potential in the timeline right. to these authors, and then the authors just write a novel that's like, meh. Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. this is a 500-page novel where Obi-Wan finds a rock that's really interesting. It's like, why just just have a cartoon. <laughs> just have another cartoon. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You you have the money to do it. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I finally uh, got around to reading from that point of view, the Empire version. And when you get to the chapter where it's, I forget where they are in the movie, but like Elf. L3 from Solo is still in the hyperdrive of the Falcon. And that's such an engaging story. We're like, that's so great. That's so cool. But it's just like, you can't really make a whole story around it. But it's just like, there's so many good ideas that just like can't really be fleshed out to an entire story. Or I don't know. It's, or it's, it's, it feels like you're on a free website where you're like, I love this story. What happens next? And then it's like, to read the rest, subscribe. It's yeah. Like, it's like, and, but I've given you all my money. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there's no fan who doesn't want to see what Luke Han and Leia got up to yeah. after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And again, they keep putting out these novels and it's like, you can make a cartoon and have them yeah. have all kinds of adventures with Lando and everyone, the droids yeah. and Chewie, yeah. and they're all there. Like, why are you relegating this to just paper where... Yeah. Yeah. These authors are making every character sound and talk exactly the same. That, that's one of my biggest problems, Brock, is every character in the novels talks like a millennial. It doesn't matter how... <laughs> it could be the most ancient Sith Lord ever shows up and is like, 
<laughs> well, that just happened. And yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. That's you know, give characters their own voices. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I just want them to find a way to tell those stories in a in a medium that I think more people can yeah. enjoy, and save the novels for something like, you know, if people really want to know more about what uh, grief Karga gets up to in his spare time. Fine, you can write a book about that. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you're are you up to date on the Andor show? Yeah, I mean, this is we're recording this well in advance, <laughs> but like, like the mention of Anto Krieger, and at this point, meet him. There's still another episode to come up, but like, like that's the beauty of Star Wars. You can just mention this character over and over. Is like, and it's something about the names that always like mm -hmm. stick out in your mind, like Anto Krieger. And then we see a picture of him in episode 11. It's just like, oh, tell me about this. But then we met, might never hear about it. It might not have anything to do with the last episode of Andor at all outside of like, this is how real the rebellion is. But like, you know, some point in like the next five years, you're going to get a comic book that talks about it. But like, I think you're right. What you're saying, it's like, there's a lot of good ideas that uh, get sort of sent to comics or novels. Like Tales of the Jedi can be a perfect spot to drop that. Like, and they don't even, you know what? I rescind what I said. Like, <laughs> make a make an episode of of one about one character. Like, because you're like the only way we can tell the story is in one episode, and Tales of the Jedi can be that vehicle. Like. It's not a bad idea. Have you ever seen Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix? Yeah. Like, they just need to make something like that. Which, yeah, that's, that's a perfect example. And because D Disney Plus embraces the episodic stuff a lot more than Netflix does, that's perfect. Because there's like, I don't know, every season of that thing comes out, there's like 20 episodes. And they're varying lengths. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, Star Wars Visions, too. Perfect example of like, just, like this is why this 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 platform is for so like yeah i really hope they make more because lord knows feloni wants to keep making stuff <laughs> oh. though i'm curious i didn't really look at the credits too hard i saw his name but i wonder how involved with this like obviously he you know when he puts his name on it, he he double checks the work but like was he directing this or just executive producer i thought uh i could be totally wrong but i thought he wrote most of them at mm. least all the ahsoka ones um because that's gotcha. his baby so i think he wrote yeah. the baby ahsoka which was a beautiful episode very cool stuff uh yeah and then the last one with her so i think he had his fingerprints on those gotcha. um but there, like yeah there's he wants to play in this world he knows these small characters better than anybody what do you think of this brock you got tales of the jedi yeah. You got an anthology show about the Jedi. How about Tales of the Pod Racers? What do they get up to? <laughs> yeah, but like, don't call it Tales of the Pod Racer. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, yeah like, how? Or the Fast you know and what? the Furious Tatooine Drift. Yeah, yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like, take that's a great idea. Like, say you had a show that's about pod racers, but like. And you're like, how many episodes can you think up? And they're like, I can do eight. Like, cool. All right, now we're going to get someone to do another idea that's similar to that, but not pot racing, but just like some vein, some culture part of Star Wars. 
that we can come up with another eight episodes. And then what you yeah. do is just like one season's like this episode about this group and then this group and then this group and then this group end of season. And then the, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, right. or, or you just make a long ass thing. That's like 40 episodes <laughs> <laughs> that takes two years to finally like do. If you want go episodic, that'd be great. I mean, it, I feel like Disney Plus is interested in that because, like, Star Wars biome. I always bring this up. Like, it's such a random thing that people like forgot about. Yeah, like, just, like, I did turn forget it on. <laughs> and it's like here's like, it's basically a massive screensaver, but like here you are in Tatooine. Here's a landscape of Tatooine or Endor or Hoth. Like, and there's just stuff happening. And, like. Yeah, else you ever, where else would you put that? So it's just like, instead of like dropping all of them, just like, there should be no reason why when you go to Disney Plus, you go to the section like Marvel or Star Wars that like there isn't some kind of new content. If right. not every day, at least on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? But maybe I'm just being greedy. I don't know. I just, it's, no way that this is, it's like the stuff they would put on YouTube, like... What was the series oh, that was like? Yeah, um, aimed at like female characters. Yeah, that was a really good one too. What, that what the hell was that called? Um, wow, we're fans. We promise. Tales, uh, not tales. No, I think it was just like a one-word thing, like Star Wars, legacy or something. No, it's not. Yeah, legacy. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, God. But anyways, like yeah. I'm curious if any of that stuff, because there was like, there was sort of like, it wasn't an episode, but there was like an animation where it just showed you all the major events of each movie. And it was mm -hmm. kind of like anime, but not exactly anime. They they put a lot of that stuff out. And I'm, like, I'm curious if like, that was just all them trying to gauge, like if we did this on YouTube once a week or every, like whatever, would people come to see it? So it's like, I wonder if that plays in or just happened to be because it's like stuff like biomes and tales and uh, visions could be that thing where just drop it in. I just forces we, of uh, destiny, forces of destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great series. And like, there was so many things that like, oh, like you got so much backstory on Hera through that series. And it's like, it's like, it's genius. Like, I don't know. It's and the animation was cool too. And yeah. The, I'm really curious what their their uh, process is now when they come up with these things. Because there used to be, in the 80s, they would do like what you said, Brock, where every movie, they take a different group. Back then it was with a novel. But yeah. for A New Hope, they were like, okay, Tales of the Moss Eisley Cantina. Here's a novel full of short stories of people from yeah. that cantina. Then they did the same thing in Empire with the Bounty Hunters. And then they did Tales from Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Um, I don't think they did anything like that for the prequels. They started with the sequels and then they gave up. They did a, a Tales from Maz's Castle. Oh, uh, yeah. I have, it's like a really small book. I have it. It's, it's not yeah. amazing, but they did one. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's get some Tales of, of uh, Canto Bite or something. Uh, and they they kind of changed it and they made it a novel. And then for Rise of Skywalker, they didn't do anything. But imagine that. Imagine a Tales of the Jedi show. Same quality of what we just got, but you got your pod racers. You got your Thieves Quarter, Tales from the Thieves Quarter on Kajimi. You've got 
Tales from the Death Star. I don't know. Like, find yeah. maybe not that the Death Star is not a very colorful, lively place to be, but you know, just find places where there's interesting characters. I want this Potterizer show now. I'm I'm gonna make it myself. God damn it! So, uh, <laughs> and actually, here's an idea to go with that. The those type of shows to, to take you take the Star Trek idea of lower decks and you just put it on the star uh, star destroyer or the death star or a mon cala cruiser i don't know Ta like don't call it lower decks but like yeah you just talk about it's no it, it is just uh uh lost stars the what's the claudia gray yeah with the, the, claudia the, two, gray book. the romance one where yeah. he was empire she was he was rebel she yeah, was empire yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just describing that at this point. You're like, <laughs> just tell us all the background characters. It's it's true. I mean, all the your reference to like the tales of Moss Eisley and tales of Jabba's palace, like that that was genius. It, it's like <laughs> it's a it's a no brainer. It's like oh, remember that character that you probably have a, a action figure of, but you don't know who they are. Here's that story. Yeah, and if you yeah. don't have that action figure, once you read this, you're going to want that action figure. <laughs> it was multimedia at its finest. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm shocked Disney doesn't know how to play that game as well. I feel like the, a lot of things die because of someone in an office somewhere. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm trying to say that without sounding cynical. Like uh, James and I were talking to Pete from around streaming uh, i can't remember i don't go i don't l listen to other podcasts about star wars i do this this is enough but pete who's been on our show many many times very good guy um he was he made a reference we were talking about the shows and he's like orion was a great show but it was also like a huge cash cow just in merchandise but then when you talk about rise of skywalker there's like like it's like they didn't even bother making money and you what you were said earlier like they could have done all these books for all the sequels but they didn't and it's just like it kind of like because like I, I said it earlier it was like uh from a certain point of view with new hope is from a certain point of view empire strikes back where's our return of the jedi like why not finish that idea where is my 3d attack of the clones and revenge of the sith where is it Ooh, and uh, that's where yeah. i start to that's where i start to think like there's probably so many ideas flowing, but unfortunately, some director, some table of people, like some boardroom with people are like, that's not going to make money. It's, yeah. it's stifling it, which I get it. It's a business, so whatevs. But like, I just like that point to like, what about this? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I would love to hear what these people think won't make money when it's like, how many people bought a toy of yak face? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's know, maybe it's, it's a different world. Maybe kids don't like toys anymore. Maybe everything has to be a freaking app to make. I, I don't know. But, but at the same note, like if you go to Walmart right now, cause I've seen this in the last month, there are action figures for the Batman. Oh, wow. Like, and not like, here's a $30 action figure. It's just a regular, what's the smaller one? Like 3.5 inch, like GI mm -hmm. Joe size character. I'm like, I'm not saying adults aren't interested in stuff like that. Cause our generation of adults are like, yes, I will collect all the figures of the things, but I'm like, no kid went to see that movie. No way. No way. That movie is so depressing. It's good, but it is so dark and depressing. And there's nothing like redeeming as a 
hijinks adventure. It's like it's not for kids, even though it says Batman. But she's like, how are you selling? Like, so my reason for bringing that up is like, we know two things about Star Wars fans. They will buy anything. They will go to see and watch anything, and they will buy all your merchandise for sure. Like, look at Baby Yoda slash Grogu. Like, that's crazy. But we also know, too, they are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) They are, uh, they're toxic. So it's like, it must be very frustrating trying to, like, see from the executive side of it. It's like, they must be so hard to market to because like if you read the anything on the internet it's like well they hated this thing now but some of them liked it but some of them also hated it and they are hating on each other is like how do you sell this idea anymore like i i guess it's like you just stamp a felony sticker on it it's like okay it's like going slash chapters and it's like oh karen likes it i'm in it's like our own yeah. Is it Karen that's like this the president of, of chapters um, Heather. Heather. Heather, Heather, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong white woman name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Heather. Oh, it's it, I mean if Heather likes it, like sorry. I guess I'll get two then. Baloney's here, like uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So I don't know. But anyways, that all being said, like the fact that Tales of the Jedi exists is like it's gotta be a step in the right direction. I think I don't know what do you think. Yeah, I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping, especially because it's such a, an outlier, like there's nothing else like it. I'm hoping it was just mm. them testing the waters, saying, here's some stories about some folks that you know. Does this appeal to you? And you're right, those executives must have a hell of a time. It's like trying to feed a dog that just keeps intermittently biting your fingers. It's like, <laughs> Do you like this or are you going to send me death threats? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So... The, I think they're just, they're putting this out as like, okay, let's see what this makes them do. And I think overall the response has been generally okay, except for this reaction to the Ahsoka uh, retcon, which I guess is understandable. A lot of people liked that book, so they, they were a bit peeved when it got changed around for no real reason. But uh, I think that we will see more because as far as I know, nobody hates it. So yeah, it's uh, it's always it's hard to understand if anything is successful. Like I know there's on on Disney Plus I, specifically. I mean, like I know they like Mandalorian does really really well, and WandaVision did really really well. It's like I, I don't know how they gauge it, but yeah, I I would love to hear the numbers on all the other stuff. Like, do people are are, are people interested in this? And can you tell which age demographic is? I don't. I guess you probably don't. I'm like, well, someone's watching like biomes at midnight. It's probably an adult, but uh, um, yeah, no, I just, I, I, this has nothing to do with anything. But they keep bringing up that one episode. So that, like, like I assume that, like, uh, that's, uh, what are the the evil Jedi that aren't the Sith Inquisitors? But, uh, Inquisitors. Like, is that character that she faces off against an Inquisitor? Because like, there's like no introduction of who it is it's just here i am and so like that when you said like this is has to do with that like on that book i'm like that is that the villain in that book or yeah she fights an inquisitor at the end and that's where we learn about the crystals changing and all that stuff or or, or at least we learn his crystal turns white when she takes his saber from him or something um 
but he was given a name on the show, even though they don't say it out loud, because in the book they just call him like the creature or the enemy or whatever they don't give him. Oh, it's not like a first brother or anything like that. It it is on the show. I think it's like the the eighth brother or something. Okay. <laughs> but again, that's only in the credits. Like he doesn't walk up and yeah, be like, yeah. what's up? I'm the eighth brother. Yeah. Um oh Hulk Hogan should play in a Inquisitor. <laughs> I'm the first brother. Hey. Uh, <laughs> that'll be the next season. Um but so am I am I looking forward to more Tales of the Jedi? Sure. Am I looking forward to Tales of the Pod Racers even more? Yes. <laughs> um would I rather they focus their attention on Bad Batch season two? Absolutely. That's what I'm more mm-hmm. interested in from the animation standpoint at this point, because there's that's just proved to be their bread and butter. I mean, Clone Wars and Rebels are just so damn good. Yeah. So keep making those. There should be almost as many of those series as there are movies, because they are as long as the quality stays the same, because uh, they know what they're doing. The people writing yeah. those. Uh, what, what do you think? Are you are you itching for more of this, or are you more? Is Bad Batch more on your radar? What's like? What are you looking forward to most? Right no, now? I want all of it. Uh, before I, I go into this thought, though, I'm like, Tales of the Pod Racer is basically Star Wars Resistance. Though. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about like, there's yeah, a lot about a racing circuit in that, and like, that's not a bad series. Just nobody got jazzed about it, but like that idea could work. It is in, in, interesting. Just make it a little bit more adult, less like child centric, like resistance was. Um, but anyway, no, I love all this. Actually, it's like, it's so refreshing to watch Andor, which is just like switching the game up. Like you have no idea what's going to happen next. It's fantastic. And then to have like a Tales of the Jedi at the same time, you're like, whoa, whoa, amazing. Like, it's just like (laughs) more like just think outside the box because it's like you already got our money for Disney Plus. I I just resubscribed to another year of Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Like you got my money. You've got my attention. I will watch it on three or four different devices. Like just take a chance. If I don't like it, I won't finish the series. And there's your answer. Was that good? No. I, uh, sorry. No, thank you. Or like, because it's like, you'd think it'd be so much easier to get a rating system with this because it's literally all z- ones and zeros. You can actually tell where people watch till and when they dropped off and how many times they watch an episode and at what time. Like, the algorithm for that must be amazing. Or the, the logistics is like, or whatever you would call that. You're like, Oh, okay. This is what they like. So I don't know. I I don't know how it all works and how they spend money and how they figure it out. But like, make more. Like it's it's cool that you're taking chances. It's like it's wild because remember when Clone Wars ended? We're like, well, I guess that's the end of that. And it's just not like <laughs> if Filoni's only you could almost say he's like failing upwards. He's not. He's doing a great job. But it's like it's just like. Well, I'm done now. It's like, well, do you want to do the show? Yeah, sure. It's like, well, what about this other show? Yeah, okay. And like, hey, do you want to like direct a live action thing? You're no longer animation, but you don't want to go back to animation. It's like, he's like Jay Z, or like, I'm retiring, but never leaves the limelight. Yeah, that's, that's true. I wonder what they're like, what numbers they keep an eye on on yeah. Disney Plus. And I mean, Disney, if it's if it's like a a competition where you want at the end of a year to say we got 
more hours of viewing than Netflix. Like if you want to be able to post that, mm. just keep something in mind, Disney. If you make Tales of the Pod Racers, James Rizile will watch the Ben Quaderneros yeah. episode oh, on repeat. It'll just keep playing at his yeah. house. It'll just be there like wallpaper. It'll always be there. You will be able to boast. Especially if you make it under 22 minutes. I told him when I watched the series, I'm like, you'll love this. It's sequel stuff ev- or uh, prequel stuff everywhere. And it's like less than 20 minutes an episode. You can watch <laughs> it in like a two hour span. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it fits, it fits so many facets. Imagine an Ewoks show like this. Just every episode is a different Ewok and just chill in Bright Tree Village. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. So, they, yeah. It, it's there. They just yep. got to reach out and take that low hanging fruit. Brock, do you have any last thoughts about Tales of the Jedi? No, I'm, I feel blessed that we have something like this that exists and I enjoyed rewatching it and I can't suggest watching it. it like, it, again, it's like, it's barely two hours if you watch it all back to back. It's like, yeah. it's so, I mean, you watch. I keep bringing up Succession on different episodes. Uh, I'm like, I mean, you watch Succession, like, that's got to be like, what, 90 minutes? <laughs> I've never watched the show. <laughs> like, it's like, if you can watch, oh, movies are two hours long now. Like, this is nothing. And you can watch it on your phone while you're, like, cooking. I don't know. Right. Um, I think that I'm game for more. I'm game for more. Nice. I, I, I mean, I want Bad Batch, and I want those other shows. I want to. Oh yeah. But if they come, if they announce Brock tomorrow that there's going to be a Clone Wars and Rebels style cartoon set between Phantom and Clones, or set between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I'm gonna do a little dance. Yep. Down absolutely. the street in the cold with no coat on. I won't even care. But uh, I'll, I'm always going to be more than happy to see them put out stuff like this and try new things um with characters that need a little bit more love like yeah mm-hmm. and then quad narrows <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, all righty well that has been our breakdown on tales of the jedi uh i think we, we got a whole batch of videos coming up there's our um thanksgiving special which i don't yeah. know what we're talking about uh what episode are you guys on in the main show now like 250 160 five maybe by the time this comes out definitely did 164 so i thought you were in the 200s no no not yet wait 264 264 sorry 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 i just show up i turn on my camera like so yeah 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 <laughs> no you're totally right i was just thinking about earlier today i'm like oh we're almost at 300 like i'll probably take another two years but like we're almost there i'm like oh that's pretty cool so yeah Check it out. All righty. Well, until then, everybody, may the force be with you. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Where's my camera? There it is. Tales of the Red. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.